We keep hearing about the Federal Reserve and when their next meeting is. Why does everyone seem to care so much about when Uncle Jerome will meet with his buddies? Believe it or not, everyone's pockets are touched in some way by the results of this meeting. By understanding how interest rates work and how the Fed controls them, you can make more informed decisions about your finances and investments and potentially gain an edge. That's because during this meeting, the members of the Federal Open Market Committee gather to discuss and make decisions on monetary policy. They look at things like the economic forecast and where inflation is going and how unemployment is doing. They may also look at factors such as gross domestic product before deciding on the all-important monetary policy decision of interest rates. You're probably already familiar with interest rates in one way or another. You probably have one for your ever-growing student loans, or maybe you have that car payment that never seems to stop, or an interest rate on a house. It's the lender's fee for letting you use their money. The federal funds rate is the interest rate at which banks borrow and lend money overnight from each other. After the stock market crash of 1929, many depositors were fearful that their money wouldn't be safe in banks. So as a result, the government imposed new regulations, such as a reserve requirement which required the bank to keep a certain percent of their cash on hand in case customers wanted to withdraw their money. Interestingly enough, during the peak of C-19, the Federal Reserve eliminated this requirement. As you can tell nearly a hundred years later when SVB Bank collapsed, this method is not foolproof. This is because when you deposit your money at a bank, the bank doesn't just let it sit there, it starts to invest that money and make more money by giving out loans to consumers and charging interest. If you think this sounds like a great business model of just collecting people's money and lending it out, you probably shouldn't try this as yourself as it's literally a Ponzi scheme and can land you in jail. It's actually one of the reasons the FTX founder is likely going to go to prison for a long time. You can't lend out depositors money unless you have a banking license. Before we talk about higher interest rates, let's first talk about what happens during lower interest rates, which is what we've had most of the past decade. In times of low interest rates, borrowing becomes really cheap and that incentivizes spending and investing into the economy. More businesses will take out loans to expand their operations and invest in new projects and people. Folks will take out mortgages and buy homes. The stock market tends to appreciate. Just look at how low interest rates were during the 2010 stock market bull run. I don't think it's any coincidence that the interest rates were really low and the stock market did really well. And those who often own these assets, they're going to see those go up in value as well. When interest rates are low, that means... With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. The rate that savings accounts are giving is also going to be low. So since savings rates will be very low, that's going to discourage people from saving and encourage them to spend, which will in turn stimulate the economy in the short term. Now, one big drawback is that people also tend to take riskier investments during low interest rates. Think about the huge SPAC bubble or Wall Street bets and GameStop and Bitcoin. All of these speculative investments happened when interest rates were near zero. In times when inflation is super high like today, when the Fed raises interest rates, that causes the cost of borrowing money to go up. 
it becomes more expensive for banks to borrow money, and they will pass this cost on to the consumers by giving them higher interest rates for loans, mortgages, auto loans, and credit cards. This increase in interest rates also reduces the demand for credit, and thus there is less overall spending and inflation. In turn, savings accounts will also offer higher interest rates and thus saving money becomes more attractive. Just look at how excited people are getting when money market accounts are now giving around 5% interest. Businesses will also tend to save money during high interest rates. This is why you see so many companies laying off employees and also deferring capital projects or acquisitions till later. This is all part of the economic cycle, as decreased inflation reduces the amount of money available for spending and leads to lower prices, which is needed for a stable economy in the long run. For me personally, I'll be stockpiling as many assets as I possibly can right now when interest rates are so high. That means potentially buying real estate, buying as many shares of stocks as I can, and I will reap those rewards when interest rates go back down and the asset values will hopefully rise. Now nobody knows the day or the hour of the second coming of lower interest rates, but Morningstar expects these interest rates, which are at the highest since the 2008 crisis, they expect the Fed to pause interest interest rate hikes starting in the summer of 2023, and then around the start of the new year 2024, they anticipate the Fed will actually start cutting interest rates again. Now I personally think this is a little too optimistic, I don't think the Fed is anywhere near its 2% inflation goals, as inflation right now is around 6%, at least that's the number that's being reported. Now I tack on another 3-6 to six months to Morningstar's predictions, for I think the Fed will cut any interest rates. During the March 21st and 22nd meeting, the Fed yet again bumped interest rates from 4.75% to 5%. This is the ninth straight meeting where interest rates were raised in order to reduce liquidity to financial markets and taper down high inflation. But now you know how interest rates work and why Fed meetings are so important to everybody's life in one way or another. Be sure you help out a small time YouTuber by hitting that like button and leaving me a comment on what your strategy is concerning interest rates. My videos are always found in podcast form under the Collect Cash podcast name, and I will buy, stash, and collect cash you later.